0: Hello and welcome to Screen battle your guide to what to watch. We'll be tuning into hours and hours of TV so we can tell you what you need to be switching on and what's to be avoided. I'm your host, Kelly Crichton, and once again this week, I'm joined by Alex Moreland and Stephen Ross, our resident TV critics depriving themselves of vitamin D to watch as much TV as possible. Uh, if you haven't tuned in before, each week we'll be chatting about what we're watching, as well as looking more closely at a new programme or something making the headlines in the deep dive. This week, Alex is previewing Poker Face, a new mystery drama on Sky. I'm intrigued already. Finally, we go back to the future to tell you about a programme you might have missed the first time around when it aired or streamed. So Stephen's been watching The Mighty Boosh. Can't wait to hear about this one, Stephen. But first, we'd like to talk about what everyone has been watching recently. I've been very. Dash this week, not really hugely committed to anything. What about you guys? Do you want to go first, Stephen?
1: Yeah,
2: um, I watched a film called *Local Hero*, um, which oh. was doing the rounds of independent cinemas because it's the 40th anniversary of of its yes. release. But it's, it's also on BritBox, so I can sort of mention
0: it. I'm um, reading. say Scottish, isn't it? Scottish. Yeah, it's Scottish? it's set in
2: set in Scotland.
1: Yeah. Peter Capaldi.
0: Yeah.
2: Yes, Peter Capaldi, like one of his earliest roles, like this Mm -hmm. um, sort of eager comedy character, um, it's pretty good. It's about a guy who works for like an oil company who turns up to this remote sort of Scottish community that's basically on a site where uh, there's a lot of potential oil wealth and his Mm -hmm. job is to basically buy out the community and convert their land into a big... Sort of oil rig site, but yeah. as he sort of spends
0: more, bit like the um plot of batteries not included. If either of you have never seen ever seen that, but anyway, sorry, go on. Some some listeners of a particular age will get the reference. It's a Disney I'm movie. Sure. Go on, sorry.
2: <laughs> so anyway, he he. The more time he spends in the sort of community, um, he he's from like this busy, I think LA lifestyle, and the more time he spends in this like Scottish. Coastal community. The more he falls in love with the place and mm-hmm. questions the sort of morality of what he's doing. And interestingly, it was apparently Al Gore's favorite movie. So oh. it's, it comes recommended. Although he did say not, that
1: not an inconvenient truth. You know, no,
2: well, I think this was pre inconvenient truth because this was still when he was listening to be president, which is probably why he said that was his favorite movie because he was being
0: inspired by, mm-hmm. by local activism.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he couldn't have really said <laughs> white men can't jump or something like that. But yeah, that was really, really fun. So I watched that.
0: Oh, nice. And you saw it in the cinema? I did, yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's always nice to go and see those sort of... It, that, that's a quite a culturally significant film, I think, in Scotland. I do know the... Ref, I've heard it referenced to a lot of times. Yeah, I think
2: people go looking for this particular red phone box that features in the movie. Okay. Yeah. Ah. So it's a bit of a cult status over there it
0: was good very good. very fun good good what about you alex
1: so i've watched maryland
0: which oh i watched is, the first episode i minute. watched the first episode last yeah. night yeah interesting yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah it was good i um I've, I've seen the three of them i watched it on yeah sunday afternoon
0: it's only three parts
1: only three parts thank yeah, god
0: oh amazing yeah okay
1: it's good it, it um sort of comes together as a series quite nicely i think the three good. of them together um mm-hmm. But yeah, I enjoyed that. I thought Saran Jones and Eve Best were really good in it, sort of as sisters. Um, Saran
0: Jones, slightly different role. She tends to play very similar roles, I think, in her um, different series.
1: In what sense?
0: She she seems a little bit more complex than she is in other things. I don't know why. Does that sound a bit Mm -hmm. strange? Like a little bit weaker, maybe. Like she's a really strong character usually in everything she's in. But I found her, in the first episode anyway, I found her a little bit, you know, um, shaky as it were.
1: Yeah, I kind of get that.
0: But it's quite intriguing. Yeah. This first episode's been quite intriguing. So yeah, for anyone who hasn't seen this, it's basically a woman dies... And her two daughters go to identify the body. She's not where she was supposed to be. She's in the Isle of Man yeah. rather than whales or whatever. Yeah, and so living
1: a whole double life. Yeah, so they she's didn't got a about. double life.
0: Exactly. And it was kind of interesting that it, often with these double life stories, it's often a man, but it was for it to be a woman is slightly yeah. different as well. So there you go. Yeah, so you enjoyed it. It was worth the...
1: Yeah, would would recommend to anyone who hasn't seen it
0: mm-hmm. or
1: would say to keep going with it. Um, I think I enjoyed it more than a lot of ITV stuff recently. Mm-hmm um and what else i'm still still doing the mindy project in the background which oh, yeah. is which is taking a strange turn they're they're sort of write, writing one of the characters out and it they've done it in a in a strange way and i'm kind of obsessing over it i've been going over oh. to like um old av club reviews from like a decade ago <laughs> to see what the comments have been like as it was <laughs> happening live so it's you're just,
0: disappointed not so much even
1: disappointed it's just so it's unlike anything I've seen in in other shows. It's just very unusual the the way they went about it.
0: Oh, but, I'm intrigued now. Can we yeah. just say spoiler alert, and you can tell us then?
1: Spo- okay, yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Mm. They've um the the sort of romantic lead mm. character who was a much better actor than anyone else on the show and would sort of get everyone else to sort of raise their raise their game okay. a bit. Okay. But um, so he he's left the show, but to do that they um. I, I suppose him is quite a suddenly quite a controlling and quite an unpleasant character, I guess. Okay. Um Which which is just strange. It's unusual, I think, to see a show I think from their perspective it was probably quite ambitious. Mm. And in a way it is. But it's they don't necessarily have the skill to meet that ambition.
0: Okay, so instead of like They're killing just, him it, off hey, or whatever, they've just yeah, made him just a like bad guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it is a strange because he's such a good actor mm. he's committing to it like he's in a sort of an indie film or something rather mm. than the mindy project mm. but no one else is on that level so it's weird disconnects it's <laughs> it's a strange thing to watch
0: yeah okay right yeah and and did you find uh comfort in those comments you went looking for?
1: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Everyone at the time was like, "What is going on?" (laughs) So that was that was reassuring. Okay. Where
0: do you find that chat, like Reddit or something? Is it?
1: It, No, it's um, the AV Club, which was a television review site many years ago. Interesting. Still is in some sense, but yeah, differently now.
0: (laughs) Um, Speaking of ITV dramas, there, I started that malpractice. Did you watch that, Alex?
1: I caught the first episode. I haven't haven't caught up on it since.
0: Yeah, I've seen two now, and I'm. Again, kind of intrigued, like, you know, um, it's much more graphic than many medical dramas mm. I've watched. And I watch, I love a medical drama. Um, and it's quite violently medical in ways. You know what I yeah, mean? It's the right. real rough side of of medicine. Yeah. Um, I
1: watched I, it um, at, at like a screening with lots of other people. People that like wince at bits. So mm. it, like, it was a very... reactive audience.
0: The first one, the second one was even worse in terms of graphic stuff, you know. Um, Mm. But yeah, you know, like it's like, for example, somebody's coded or whatever, and they're doing chest compressions. And normally we just see, you know, someone going, whereas in this, they're like on top of them and they're smashing them and there's like sweat coming out of them and they're exhausted and just an extra level of grit, you know, that you don't always see. And she's not that likeable, the lead character, you know, and you're sort of, you can tell that she's been kind of taken along in a thing and that she's only human, but she's done ro- something wrong as well. And yeah, it's 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 good enough, actually. I kind of find myself going, oh, I must go and watch, you know, going back to it, like, you know, mm. so um, yeah, I'll, I'll fill you in once I finish that. I don't know how many parts. I think that's quite long. I think this might be six or five. Six. Oh, is it five? Okay. Yeah. How do you always remember that? Those, how many episodes? That's that's the
1: only thing that's going on in here. There's nothing else.
0: Just numbers related to TV programs. Um, The other thing I thought we could talk about ever so slightly is Succession. Because, sorry, Stephen, next week is the final, final episode. And I think all of us are sort of uh, anticipating it, but also very sad that it's coming to an end Um, So we had a nearly hour and a half long episode uh, this week, which I think they could have cut back a bit. There was a little, a lot of, you know.
1: I don't know. I I was pretty happy with it. Next week, the final one is um, full 90 minutes.
0: Is it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Can't wait for that. I think Katie's going to come on to talk to us. Katie, super fan. She's going to come on to talk to us next week about it as well. So, Stephen, you might want to, like, not bother setting your alarm that morning. (laughs) Um, But... Yeah, I feel like I I'm going to give a little prediction and again spoiler alert if anybody hasn't watched yeah, this ears, <laughs> or the whole thing. I have a feeling and I was just saying this Alex off, yeah. off here. I have a feeling that something is going to happen. It's beginning to crumble a little bit and I think that I think the people are going to rise up. I think the likes of Frank and Carl and and Jerry something's going to come good for them. The board is going to do something. I think they're going to win in the end because they've been moving around like a little unit for the last couple yeah. of episodes, and the kids have just been, you know, despicable people as usual. And I just think they've they've put them up against each other, like you know. And if if it was a Shakespearean play, I feel like,
1: <laughs> yeah, there was. Um, I can't take credit for this. It was a tweet I saw that was was interesting. All of that talk about. Um, Kind of, they're potentially being uh, like a mascot CEO, a figurehead, but yeah. but they kept using the word mascot CEO. Yeah, Greg in the first episode is a mascot of one of the parks. Ah. So, so is that all going to link up that way? Is it a little cycle that way? Is it that- feels, it feels maybe a touch too neat. Yeah.
0: But I've, but I I can that see works it. with my theory of yeah. the underlings sort of rising up, yeah. you know. And I mean Greg is Hitch a crawler, loser. obviously or whatever, but still let's just just see what happens next week, but it's yeah. very exciting. It and I think off. um I think we we finally got some acknowledgement last night that Logan was just so toxic, you know, finally it's sort of mm. coming through that all these people are broken as a result of it yeah. you know and I love the bit with all the wives and girlfriends so that was hilarious yeah. so anyway yes there you go sorry sorry, everyone yeah. who doesn't listen watch Succession watch Succession. but you should <laughs> of course yes what have you been doing oh my god um, okay right let's move along so we are going to talk to Alex now about Poker Face is there a Lady Gaga reference here at all Alex or is it just coincidental
1: no I, I don't believe there is a Lady Gaga reference <laughs> Um, perhaps there should be maybe there should be more I guess more Poker faces you were know, around
0: before Gaga you know yeah
1: it is it is I think more just in the sense of a term that yes. people use yes um, yeah so I anyway, Poker Face it is a sort of mystery drama crime drama detective drama uh, from Rian Johnson uh, who directed things like Knives Out and episodes of Breaking Bad but Knives Out is kind of the main relevant one here um 'Cause this is a sort of a kind of a Columbo style mm. throwback to uh, that kind of that vein of mystery drama, I guess if you like. Mm. And it stars Natasha Leone, uh, who's been in things like Russian doll. She's sort of the lead lead character.
0: Oh, uh, Charlie Cale. Yeah, from Orange is the New Black.
1: Yeah, also. So. Yeah. yeah, lots of things. Yep. Um, but the idea so the the two of them they're they're kind of friends in real life, the actor and the director. Um and they're both sort of talking like, oh, God, I really love Columbo. Wouldn't it be great if we could just make our okay. own Columbo? Yeah. And and that is what they've done. Mm. Um, so each episode is a it's sort of a how-done-it rather than a who-done-it. So okay. the idea is it starts with the murder. You see the murder. We all know the whole episode who the murderer is. Mm. The point is less about kind of working out who did it, what the mystery is, but seeing Natasha Leone's character confront and, sort of run rings around the guest star of the week. So like, is it Adrian Brody? Is it whoever? Yeah. Um, one episode, fourth episode has John Darnielle in it, who is the lead singer of The Mountain Goats, which is a band I like a lot. Oh. Uh, just just a little music diversion there for hmm. everyone.
0: Interesting.
1: Um, but yeah, it's very good. It's very... Um,
0: it's, it sounds very, very much- like um, Murder, She Wrote meets that thing with David Tennant, that, you know, the thing where they're just being interviewed in the... Stephen, you there's, watched it. There's
1: an element of that, yeah. It's more what
0: was sort that of freewheeling, called? I guess. Do we criminal. Oh,
1: criminal.
0: Criminal. So yeah, criminal meets murder, she wrote. Okay. Yeah.
1: But it's more it's more sort of like, yeah, freewheeling than criminal. It's like Okay. You, you know, she rocks up in the diner, she's wandering around the town, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah.
1: But it's very good. It's very um sort of star driven, I guess. Mm. In that like the appeal is very much mm-hmm. watching Natasha Leone do these things. It's she has a real kind of charm and charisma and force of personality. Um, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. Would recommend.
0: So it's Sky and, um, how many, how many episodes? There
1: are, there are 10 episodes sort of around an hour each, a little more, a little less sometimes. Okay. Uh, yeah, it is coming to Sky and now TV is a box set on Friday. Started in the U S probably quite, quite a few months ago. Um, and it was very popular there. So it's been been long anticipated to, to finally arrive here.
0: I do like her actually, although I think I watched I maybe watched one episode of Russian Dolls and I was like, nah. Um but I loved her in Orange and New Black, so that'll be cool. I will definitely yeah. check that well, out. Thank- it's,
1: yeah, would would recommend more cool. more than a lot of the recent things
0: oh, all right about. all right good 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 okay thank you alex Stephen. so we are going back to the future now to tell us about the mighty Bush. and i saw it was Noel fielding's 50th birthday this weekend and he had a photograph on instagram with all the mighty Bush guys so how how perfect timing exactly. amazing exactly
2: so yeah we're going back to 2003 i didn't realize it was that old i thought it was more like sort of 2008 sort of time but the series ran from 2003 to 2007 um, and yes obviously has Noel Fielding and then you've got uh, Julian Barrett as well who's uh, from Bloods and The Greats and Michael Fielding, Noel's half-brother also Oh I didn't know that
0: right.
2: Yeah um, and it's a surrealist well very surrealist comedy musical elements and yeah it's a bit like you can see the inspiration of I guess the young ones I mean there's a bit of Monty Python in there but there's a bit of Monty Python in everything yeah. that's sort of British TV post-Python yeah. um, it's sort of, of a, a much more modern take on surrealism mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. um, and there's there's three seasons um, eight, sep- eight episodes six episodes, six episodes and they're all on BritBox now. And, yeah, it's sort of, it, it began with a comedy troupe, which in the same way Monty Python began as a comedy troupe doing stage shows and things, and then they got a radio show, and then Steve Coogan, Alan Partridge, his production company, um, picked them up and gave them a pilot, and then it sort of went there. And it's sort of since become this cult cool show mm-hmm. that, it seems a lot of people have seen, but then a lot of people have no idea about yeah. it either because it's got such a weird title and it's very surreal. Yeah. So no one really knows what it's about.
0: Yeah, uh, Mighty Bush, absolutely call following and... My Toppence was always Tried to watch a few times And just too surreal for me I was just like Nah thanks very much Yeah <laughs> Although I do like The people in it Individually And what they do in that But just the whole thing together I was just like
2: oh. Yeah Noel Fielding is 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 great Um, He's great in yeah. this as well And Gillian Barrett's not really I mean He's been in As I say Bloods and The Great But he's not A name In the same way that Noel Fielding is And most of the no. Supporting cast Aren't really big names in comedy now, or big names in TV or film. Whereas Noel Fielding, obviously, well, I suppose he's better known for going on to the IT crowd and you know panel shows and things. But he's a he's fantastic in this, and you can see why he sort of went on to greater things. But yeah, the the there isn't really a plot, and it is obviously very episodic. But each season has a, a different location, so. The first season is set in a zoo, and the second season is set in a flat in North London, and then the third season is set in a second-hand shop, also in London. They have diversions every episode, so they may go to the Arctic tundra. At some point, um, one of the characters is dragged to hell. Um, they visit Limbo and various sort of dreamlike ethereal places. Because it's it, it's basically like to me
0: like a kids' program or something.
2: Well, kind Fair of, case. you know the the animated bits in Monty Python between the sketches. Mm. That's kind of the vibe that I think they're going for. Sort of just yeah. chaotic, but it, it is very funny. It's it's hard to uh, sort of describe what it is without someone watching the sort of first episode to get a feel for it. So the first episode sees two friends working at the zoo. And it becomes apparent that one of them is going to have to fight a kangaroo.
0: <laughs> that's actually quite a good example of the stuff that's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So then they they prepare him for it by establishing a training montage, because that's the only way that he could learn how to yeah. fight a kangaroo by the next day. But that doesn't really work. And then Noel has another sort of dream sequence where he gets... These visions of eggs and lemons and, and 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 things like this, and then it becomes apparent that this um, this dream is telling him that they need to grab the kangaroo by the balls to uh, to defeat <laughs> it, which which they finally figure out and do, and that's kind of the episode. And they're all sort of elevator pitch episodes, like for example, Howard fights a kangaroo, the Grim Reaper drags Howard to hell. Um, Howard and Vince are abandoned on a tropical island and make friends with a lot of coconuts. i make friends out of coconuts. That's the kind of thing that they're going for. And it was weirdly, it was directed by Paul King, who directed the Paddington movies, which I don't see any... Uh,
0: No, but that kind of feeds into what I was just saying there about it. It's like a kid's programme. But with adults in it and, the, and and maybe more adult themes, do you know what I mean? The behaviour is childlike in it a lot of like it. It looks like a you know? kid's
2: show, but it sounds yeah. like an adult comedy series.
0: Exactly. So you can see how he would transfer his skills in either direction. Do you know what I mean?
2: This again sort of matches that. As Paul King said about the series, he said that visually he was inspired by The Wizard of Oz, which oh, there you go. again sort of makes sense with the whole <clears throat> liminal... Dreamlike spaces that these guys inhabit throughout the series, but yeah, it ran for three seasons and then it was it was done. It didn't. There's been no film spin off, So the um, Fielding previously spoke about wanting to do more with Mighty Boosh. There's mm-hmm. not. It's not really been that, and I don't necessarily think it would translate well to a sort of hour an hour and a half film. I think the thirty minute no. or sub thirty minute episodes are quite good for that style of comedy.
0: Yeah, I, I think the thing with it, one of the reasons it was very successful was it was sort of like um, embracing and sort of celebrating alternative you know like Noel's a very alternative kind of guy you know artistic and sort of into alternative music and blah 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 you know all that stuff and I think it had that cult following as a result you know and it's it kind of remains to this day but yeah i think you're right i think an hour and a half would be impossible for anybody and i think if they were bringing it back they'd probably do some sort of a special or something and that'd be it
2: yeah i think and like Noel's taken that brand of very weird specific surrealism into his other projects like every scene he's in in the it crowd is the the weirdest scene of that episode he's like a vampire in the it crowd isn't he
0: even brings that a little bit to stuff like Bake Off, yeah. you know, he's, he'll ask someone something completely left field. Yeah. yeah, totally, totally, totally. So yeah, you can kind of see why it works, you know, um, and why he he's kind of gone on to to do more. He was definitely the sort of shining light and all of that, wasn't he?
2: Yeah. But I, I do absolutely think it's a, it's a love it or hate it show. Like you'll either, you'll either get it and you'll really enjoy it or you won't. And you'll think, what is this shit? Like what, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did really enjoy it. Good. If you're not into surreal comedy, it's just absolutely yeah. not worth your time. But if you are, and yeah, it's yeah. it's probably the best example of surreal comedy I've seen from post two thousand.
0: Yeah, modernish era. Yeah. Yeah, I would be much not 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 a big fan of the streetle stuff, even like the the that stuff and the Monty point and the filler stuff. I was just like, what is this waste of time? You are as you say you are you are either into it or you're not. So, um okay, cool. And that's all on BritBox, you said, yeah? Absolutely super duper okay thank you for that and thank you listeners and viewers for joining us this week do look out for Friday morning's Screen Babble Weekend Watch which will preview what to watch over the weekend and beyond if you have any suggestions for what TV we need to get into our lives do drop us a line via social media you'll find us on Twitter at National World TV and on all other platforms at National World you can also sign up for our wonderful award nominated Alex ooh I told you it was good Weekly wow. TV newsletter. see like everyone going- else thinks that. <laughs> by going to nationalworld.com forward slash newsletters. We'd news, love you to.
1: News, newsletter singular. Oh!
0: No, really? Oh, yeah. oh, yours, just for yours, is it? I don't is know, you no, it is, oh, yeah. it
1: is just singular. Is it? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I've been saying it wrong all along. Excuse yeah. me, newsletter. Uh, That's, just to repeat, naturalworld.com forward slash newsletter. Uh, We'd love for you to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast so we can reach as many TV lovers as possible. We'll be back next week with more Screen Babble. And the last episode of Succession. Uh, (laughs) Bye.
2: Bye.